Okay, we got to prioritize things. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it, I have a, do I have another eating challenge? Uh, no. Because that went so well last no time. No eating challenge. Um, but we've been getting emails. We've been getting uh, concerned listeners. Mm-hmm. I was not able to repair my pen. Like it was just beyond repair. See that little hole right there? Mm-hmm. That's where that little black thing was supposed to be. Yeah. And I gave up and turned that little black thing into trash. I'm I'm sure we got so many, <laughs> so many emails. <laughs> yeah, it's been disappointing. Yeah. Um, how was your week? Uh, good. Uh, except for today, uh, Marianne left for three yeah. weeks. Yeah. So like so. for it'll be exciting for like two or three days. Yeah. And then after that, it it was sad saying goodbye. Yes. And now it'll be like, I'll just like Spider Man all around the house and mm-hmm. it'll be great. Mm-hmm. And you know then by Spider Man do you mean sling webs of semen everywhere? Yes, that okay. is that is what Spider Man means. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was being clever. Nope. I thought you meant like because you can swing that you're gonna mm-hmm. just frolic yeah. around the house. Yeah, because I, you know, you know me. If there's one thing you know about me, it's that I have great agility. <laughs> Monkey bars. <laughs> I can totally hold up my own weight. Uh, I will. I always got angry when I would see kids on the monkey bars because my uh, extent of monkey barring would be I would hang for twelve seconds and then drop down. Because mm-hmm. if you tried to transfer it, you would drop down. After yeah, way exactly. Fewer than twelve seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there would be other kids that would be like doing the monkey bars and then putting their feet up to their chest and going up on top and sitting mm-hmm. uh, hanging upside down uh, yeah yeah fucking assholes S- fucking skinny kids <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the plight of the chubby kid on the playground mm-hmm. um did I ever tell the story about when i got pushed off the swing in elementary school uh, uh, i'm gonna do it again mm-hmm. so in elementary school i kid like two grades above us pushed me off the swing because he wanted the swing okay as so, you do so like a narc i went to go tattle on him yeah and uh i was like push me off the swing okay what kid was it and my white guilt had already set in at this point there was literally one black child <laughs> in the entire <laughs> the entire school <sighs> and that was the one that pushed me off the swing mm-hmm. but i didn't want to be like See that one over there? <laughs> that was him. Because then it would leave. So I was like pointing to, of course, a thousand kids mm-hmm. and trying to describe what he was wearing. And I still remember to this day, red shirt. There's a boy in the red shirt. She's And the teacher is like, who? Who? And I keep trying to describe. There's a couple guys. I don't know his name. It's a couple grades above me. <laughs> like so easy. I could have just been the only <laughs> black kid in the school. So finally, this is all right. So, so I was born in 1984. This has got to be kindergarten or first grade. So, this is 1990, 1991, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the teacher who was the assistant kindergarten teacher, the aide yeah. or something, they always had one. I don't know mil- like kindergarten, um, first grade, they always had one. Is a, a million years old. And she looks at me and goes, The colored boy? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I don't think you're supposed to say that, teacher. I'm in kindergarten, and I knew that that's not the way I would describe him, and you just described him as that. It's not 1956 anymore. <laughs> but yes, go punish him. Yes, exactly. Like, I was, 
The fact that he was black did not make me want him to get in trouble. The fact that he pushed me off that fucking swing made me want him to get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. And he got in trouble. Good. Justice was served. Woo. He was shot three times in the back. <laughs> My name is good. <laughs> no, bad. Bad so, juju. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think that this white guilt thing has been <laughs> lingering in me for a while. It's, yeah, it's the, it's the... It's the problem with being like, uh, yeah, being the the white liberal kid, you know, especially. But in I was kindergarten. I didn't know what I was doing. You you were you were raised at that point to have a certain set of ideals. Uh, yeah, I mean, whether or not it was. If you were if you were born two houses down, you would have been just like, yeah, the colored one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was never anything conscious. It was just so. Yeah. I don't know how we got there. That's bizarre. How do we get anywhere? Just, I guess you just like to talk about racism. I guess apparently. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it went know. from masturbating to monkey bars <laughs> that's to a, black kids. That's what it was. Okay, good. Yep. That makes me feel better. No, I see. But you got to have monkey bars in the middle because you go. Oh, it went from masturbation to black kid. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No. There was monkey bars in the middle. We need to explain the monkey bars. <laughs> what you're missing here is the monkey bars. Yeah. They're very important. Yeah. They were blue. If you Why are monkey bars always blue? Are monkey bars always blue? I feel like they were either like just they weren't painted. They mm-hmm. were just the silver mm-hmm. or they were painted blue. Hmm. There were never like red monkey bars. I don't know. Uh so remember there was so we had our elementary school and then there was uh like a park with baseball diamonds and there was another little park over there Mm -hmm. i was on there was a merry-go-round around there not merry-go-round uh is it merry-go-round like when you just sit on it and people spin you (laughs) when you sit on it people spin you not a carousel a sit merry-go-round i i don't know what you're describing it's just a thing that you sit it's like on a, a metal seat on a pole no it's like a spin? it's like a circle that multiple people could sit on and oh, then you yeah. get spin is that a merry-go-round i think they're called merry-go-rounds even though carousels are also called merry-go-rounds but it's like the playground version of a merry-go-round so i remember being on that and then jumping off and landing and falling down and it ripped the sh- like it just was like kept spinning so it was like and it was like an octagon or a hexagon so every time the corner got to me it was like the the spinny wheel on wheel of fortune where every time that little thing it would just be like hit the shoulder hit the shoulder hit the shoulder hit the shoulder and in my mind it's going like a thousand miles an hour but yeah. i'm probably just very slow to react and it just like scraped the shit out of my shoulder like in my mind as i'm remembering it i had no shoulder left it was like bone exposed yeah uh, i'm sure it was not that bad but in my mind that's how it was <laughs> like the, you're the fat kid who jumps off you jump so <laughs> so not far away that if you get hit still go down because i couldn't stick the landing and yeah. i fell down on my butt yes yeah. that's exactly how far i jumped that's the exact whatever that the the width of my body is from my ass to my shoulder that's how far i jumped yeah good job that's i'm pretty proud of myself um so you got big plans for when she's gone uh i'm going to watch six feet under Ooh, 
I, I learned that there is a reason she won't watch Six Feet Under. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll take this opportunity to do that. Uh, I want to play poker, like around, get into poker tournaments. It's a good idea. But I don't know where the any are. I don't know. And they all seem shady. It's like too I bad looked it's online not and they're 2005. all 2005. Like, yeah. You should go to 2005. <laughs> they're everywhere. Yeah. Moneymaker and Raymer had just won. Mm-hmm. I just saw a thing all over Facebook like Dan- Daniel Negreanu teaches poker and he looks 10 years younger than the last time I saw him. <laughs> like, I feel like that might just be Photoshop. He is kid poker. He's totally kid poker. Yeah, but he's yeah, got to he be 45 a, now. He started a new uh, master class. He just, they just debuted his master class. Yeah. And I think I, I think I want to get it. But he's got to be 50, right? Pushing so 50? The, I, I follow him on YouTube, so. Does he look like he's 12 still? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I, it just Especially looks super he, photoshopped. Like, he likes, uh, like, going to the gym and stuff, like, in his, like, daily vlog stuff. And so you just see him in, like, basketball shorts and, like, cut-off tank top. And, yeah, he looks he looks like a teenager still. Mm. It's insane. He's not as creepy looking as Carrot Top. Have you seen Buff Carrot Top? Uh, buff, buff Carrot Top is weird. It's freaky, right? And yeah. it's not even, like, hu- it's, like, past, like, fit and buff into, like, where it starts to get into that weird, like, like uh, amalgamous zone uh, of remember when we'd worked together the guy that i worked with what he looks like now yeah like that yeah he went he went from being the the like i was the fat one but he was the chubby one to being a literal literal bodybuilder like doing competitions and stuff and wow it's that that type of I'm going to get so muscular that I'm like not even in shape anymore. Yeah, like, like you it, have to have somebody wipe does your, more of a detriment to my body. Somebody has to wipe your ass for you. Yeah, because you can't move your arms. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Let's say, let's judge people with muscles now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I can't wipe my ass for my own reasons. <laughs> uh, well, sounds like you've got a lot going on this this next bit without anything to do sure it's exciting yeah um how about you so my son has been at at camp all week like away camp which is a huge deal because he's the pussy Mm -hmm. so the pussy's been away we haven't heard from him or seen him the mice will play um so that's been kind of rough like at least if we could call him to know he was alive that would be great so is this like his is this the first time he's been away like that? Yeah. 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 So he's not done anything like this. So that's a bit huge step because he's you know, when I talk about him here, he's the pussy. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty proud of him. It's a big deal. Cool. But I keep going through like we've talked about like the paranoia that I have. So like when I show up and he's had teeth knocked out or something and they didn't call, like how am I gonna react? Mm-hmm. Like am I gonna start throwing fists? <laughs> Like, if I get there and his arm is popped off, like, and they didn't call us or something, like, mm-hmm. how am I going? I'm sure everything's fine, but I, uh, I... Yes. But you know what I mean? Like, when mm-hmm. we show and they're like, we've not had him here for, like, four days. I thought he re- You realize if home. he got, like, one stitch, you would be called. I, I know. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't have to try to make myself feel terrible by doing oh, Okay, this. that makes sense. So a few days after we took him, uh, we talked to, or no, we talked to we, my youngest son started his camp, but we very much had to quell his expectations that 
because my older son was at camp for a week doing all those camp things. Speech camp is not going to be nearly <laughs> all of those things that his older brother's camp is going to be. Uh, so we very much had to keep the expectations for speech camp, which is for two hours a day, three days a week for the summer to a minimum. Um, because basically it seems like it's exactly preschool. <laughs> it, but they're probably more likely to say, hello, Mutta, hello, Fada there. <laughs> so speech camp uh, seems to be going well. Max Headroom, ladies and gentlemen. He's in the building. Did he stutter? Max Headroom? Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. We've talked about really? this. I know he was Lawnmower Man too. Yeah. Uh, he was an AI. And so, like, it was just, like, digital, digital fuck-ups. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Um, start talking about clown? <sighs> if we have to. All right. I obviously know what you felt about clown. Give us a synopsis. Uh, hey, turns out clowns are, like, real monsters. And if you put on the skin of one, you become one. Can I give you a better synopsis? <laughs> sure. Clown is the Santa Claus with a clown instead of Santa Claus. Uh, my second note here is, hey, it's like the Santa Claus. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't like it based off your sound that you made. I think I know that this is a very coveted title on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Easily top five worst movies we've ever watched you on this insane. show. You were on, insane. On, and may, maybe top like two or three. You were insane. You were insane. So the whole point of this one is that I could throw the Eli Roth name at you and be like, oh, it's got Eli Roth associated with it. Hey, that was a fun movie because it is a fun movie. I like Clown. It's not a fun movie. It's awful. I totally disagree. I wanted to turn it off. I totally disagree. You did not want to turn it off, apparently, is what I'm saying I disagree with. <laughs> I think you were mistaken if you wanted to turn it off. Uh, it, um, it was awful. It was hard why, to watch. Why was it awful? Because it was... It was uh, okay. Why is the room awful and great at the same time? Because, it, it, like, you know it's somebody, like, trying their best and they're just not good enough. This it's my problem with competent filmmaking around the shittiest fucking thing ever, and when it's not, you know, it's not like Turbo Kid, which I don't think stuck the landing, but I got what they were going for. This is just like he, like you tried and you did it well, but it was flawed from the beginning and it sucked. You did not justify your theory at all. You just oh, it's kept awful. repeating it. This this movie is awful. What is awful about it? Give me something. Uh, the whole premise, like from the beginning, the premise is is bad. Uh, so from the very beginning, this premise I love and is awesome. The premise being that the clowns are a demon called the cloin mm-hmm. and it's a throughout the ages it's changed and they've turned it into a clown and all of the physical attributes of the cloin demon big feet red nose white uh all the multi-colorings and things mm-hmm. are physical attributes of that demon and they've been adjusted and filtered down through time and to turn into our clowns 
that's awesome. That is not bad, in my opinion. And that, that's so where we're going here is you haven't said anything that like is bad. This is something you don't think is good. Yeah. Yeah. I hated it from the very beginning. Oh, I hate you from the very beginning. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Nitpick me. I mean, like I said, it was competently made. It yeah. just, if I don't, if I don't buy in for the premise, I'm going to hate the ride. No, no, you're right. No, that's what I mean. That, yeah. That's this is these are always the hardest ones for us to do was you go that was bad that was good that was bad that was good just like where we fundamentally disagree about right. about the basic principle i love the idea of taking something and justifying each of those little pieces for it right so they justified the red nose is because it's cold all the time the white is because it lived in the cold um and how it turned into it um that entire concept to me where you have to deconstruct why something is and reverse it uh is awesome to me like i would have wanted to hear more about what the coin was okay so we live in the united states right we do um so all around you see blue um mailbox receptacles so what if we made a movie where those those blue mailboxes they're actually based on an ancient monster and the reason it looks like this and looks like that and does this is all because just because that that is a thing doesn't make it good like the 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 point is you could have done that with anything and it doesn't change anything so if he had, if he had turned into a mailbox because of ancient mailbows you know, it like it's the same thing. Uh, except it's not because he was a clown. It, that's my point. Is you're like this is great because it's a clown and a cloin, and here's they justify all these things. You could do that with literally any great. concept. That's fine. I'll watch that movie and I will love it. If you turn a mail, if you make me a mailbox monster, I will love it. That's not enough, though. You're saying that's why you loved it, and that's no, like, no, no, that's no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. The premise you're saying from the beginning you hated, and I'm saying I love the premise. And then you just said you make me a mailbox monster, and I'll love it. Yeah. So you could take any concept, and just be like, "Well, it's actually based on this ancient monster, and here's here." No. Here's we haven't talked about anything a else. A We've been specifically B. talking about the premise. About we can talk about more stuff if you want, but we were talking about the premise, and the premise was awesome. And I'm saying you could literally drag and drop anything in there, and it'll be equally as awesome, which is awesome for you and totally not awesome for me. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know how to. We can agree. Like we we. <laughs> yes, I will watch the Mailbox Monster movie. I want to see Mailbox Monster. Like someone puts on a, a fireman's costume and they turn into this fireman monster. Yes, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I, I I like monsters. I don't know what you want me to say. You can like monsters. That's fine. Like I loved the stupid monster in the closet monster. Mm-hmm. Like it had its own mystique and everything. But just because you say... <laughs> here's this costume that people wear sometimes and it's based on this ancient thing ancient monster therefore he's becoming this monster 
Like, if that's your premise and you say substitute any costume, basically, or pretty much any concept and mm-hmm. you will love it. No, I, I mean, you still have to continue all. building the movie. We haven't talked about any of the part of the movie. We've just talked about the premise. Which is my biggest issue with this movie. Okay. So that's why I'm talking about it the most. But here's the problem is that you're wrong. Okay. So. I don't have a lot to like nitpick with yeah. this movie. Okay. My I... biggest nitpick is there... <laughs> why are there five months in winter? Uh. <laughs> Well, it's I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I don't. Um, the the uh, so he they have to he has to eat five children right to get rid of this because it's it's on him. Mm-hmm. This the suit one for on every him. month of winter. One for every month of winter. Um, I loved the uh, the the found footage style thing of like the the old school creepy cloying that's completely turned and he's snapping at the camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. Thought that looked great. Um, uh, so, so dude ends up putting this on. He starts to turn completely into a clown. He realizes things are going poorly. So take us up to so far. Uh, yeah, he puts on the, the clown suit to, because the clown canceled for his kid's birthday party. He's a good dad. He finds this old thing. He puts it on and falls asleep in it. And then the next morning tries to take it off and realizes he can't. There we go. A um, couple of random things here. Two. So in general, I hate jump scares. And... Mm-hmm. This does too many of them. Mm-hmm. Like when the dad is just That's like what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. So Marianne fuck. jumped and went and she like went, ah! oh, she got angry at the screen. And I <laughs> was like, I know it, it didn't bother me. It, it didn't. It, it, it didn't just makes me. me angry. It didn't affect me because of this podcast. Like, you know, two years ago, that would have totally fucking got me. Yeah. But it doesn't get me anymore. And I was like, you need to start a horror podcast <laughs> because then it won't affect you anymore. <laughs> it's so this is one of the worst ones I've seen where it's just like, hey, daughter. Oh, my God. And they do a sting and mm-hmm. I, it pisses me off. And even fucking good movies like I'm finding do that. The more that I'm watching it for this. Yeah. Like fucking Candyman did that. And I'm like, Candyman, you're too good for that. <sighs> Wishmister did that. Remember when they walk? It would have been they walk across a football stadium length. And then they said hi, and it scared them. Mm. Makes me mad. Yeah. This one was bad. The other one that might have been worse was uh, our our main character that turns into the clown goes, and he's trying to uh, meet with a guy who knows some stuff about this clown suit. Mm-hmm. And dude that he's looking for is hiding between like four different mannequins in shadow just randomly just standing there stoic yeah. and then waits until the guy walks in front of him and we reaches out i just said weeches out and grabs his shoulder and says oh sorry i didn't want to scare you yeah i didn't want if I'm you're just gonna standing do that, here in shadow <laughs> staring at you with all these but mannequins <laughs> as you walked past me and i didn't acknowledge you but i didn't want but i'm to sorry scare I, I didn't mean to scare you <laughs> That's the first word. That's the only words that comes out of your mouth. Is I didn't want to scare you. Oh, it's it's absurd. It, Hello, I'm with the mannequins. I was I wasn't. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to like be creepy or anything. I just happened to be with these mannequins when you walked in. I'm very sorry. Hope you weren't startled. I know that that uh, violin that fell down the stairs and and sliced itself, played itself. Um. 
so dude ends up realizing that things are going poorly. He's turning into it. He's starting to have urges. He wants to eat children. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decides he's going to kill himself. Yeah. And this is one of the, so this whole sequence I love. First of all, he shoots himself in the head and I love it because his brains and blood spatters against the back of the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like Superman ice cream. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, it's, it, uh, it's made to look like, um, Stanley Kubrick, uh, full metal jacket. Yeah. But it's yeah. Superman ice cream colors mm-hmm. splattering against the wall. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, why, why does he have that apartment? Who sells low in like a single low income apartment? Who buys a single low income apartment? I don't know the the <laughs> economics of this area that this is filmed in, which I assume is Toronto. <laughs> I mean, that's where everything's filmed, right? Um, so he this is one of the most genius suicides I've ever seen in a movie. Is he goes to uh, Home Depot and he buys two circular saws and ratchet straps them onto cinder blocks because the the mannequin dude tried to decapitate him because he said the only way to to end it is to decapitate him yes so he cinder blocks them facing up and sitting at a 45 degree angle facing one another and he's going to tip himself backwards in the chair Mm -hmm. against these running circular saws like that just seeing those sitting there like made me uncomfortable because that's something we 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 none of us I, a good portion of people don't use guns to that they would think about shooting themselves in the head, but I've used saws where I'm scared that I'm going to cut myself. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like consciously making the effort to do that to yourself is like legitimately horrifying to me. Did he like bring out rulers and stuff and do the math? Yeah, of, I know. I was like thinking, tipping backwards exactly where he's going to yeah, land. Yeah, I feel like I would not be able to do that. Like I would have, I would have had like a tape measure and then I would have tilted it back and like been measuring myself against the back of the wall and stuff. Cause I know I would do that. And then I would just like sh- scout myself and be mm-hmm. alive, but just in much pain because he shot himself in the face. Superman ice cream went everywhere. And then he woke up mm-hmm. presumably uh, with a big hole in the back. So by this point, the suit has basically become his skin. Yes. And he's got some killer fucking clown abs. Yeah, he does. Uh, his feet are also like gargantuan, mm-hmm. uh, and they bust through his shoes, and so he has like garbage bags, bags wrapped yeah. around him. Um, and he's not doing great. Um, a little kid knocks on the door of his uh, hotel room, mm-hmm. and uh, just trying to make friends with this clown who has the kid has terrible parents, right? Yeah, well, they're in low income housing. I thought this was a, a a hotel. Are you sure this is an apartment? It said Kokomo Apartments on not only on the thing, but then when she's flipping through the real estate book, it says Co- Co- It literally says low income housing Kokomo Apartments. Okay. Oh, I don't know how much more direct you can get than that. So I guess you win. <laughs> um, so I guess it is his house then. Uh, and he ends up knocking over the stuff, and part of the circular saw blades goes through this little kid's chest. So then you get bonus points for me movie for killing a child. Mm-hmm. That's always way to get bonus points for me. Uh, so he consumes the kid. Which he can eat a bullet, but he can't eat bones. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. That's true. Uh, how does the uh, 
How does the shooting and catching the bullet in your teeth gag work? Obviously, they just don't shoot the gun, and then they have the bullet already in their mouth, right? Yeah, the, the bullet. They've they've already secretly put the bullet um, in their mouth. Yep. Um, and yeah, you fire a real gun, mm-hmm. but uh, you, you people. I think seven seven or eight people have died on stage doing the bullet catching. Well, that's the trick. thing that that freaks me out is that people do die. So obviously, it's a real gun, mm-hmm. and things can go wrong. Are they just not pointing it? So at the traditional. The, okay, so back in the day, the traditional musket one. Because, you know, you musket, you would load in um, the ball. You would load in the powder and then the ball, and then you would put in a cotton, and you would tamp everything down. So the thing they used to tamp it down with had a magnet on the end, and it would pull out the ball. Mm -hmm. And then they would secret that to the magician, um, and then he would spit it out or whatever. Uh, And that's... That's how it went bad, the the old musket version, uh, because if they were tamping it down and it didn't come out, you had a decision. Do you, in front of a room of hundreds of people, not do the trick? Uh, or sometimes, like, extra metal got down in there or something. But, yeah. So, like, the modern-day, like, Penn and Teller version where they're using, like, 9mm handguns and stuff, I don't know exactly how it's done, but the bullet goes into the gun mm-hmm. and then is somehow removed from the gun or doesn't, or doesn't ever go in. I would constantly be worried that I offended the person responsible for getting the gun, bullet out of the gun. I would be, like, buying them gifts constantly mm-hmm. and just be, like, telling them how wonderful they looked just yeah. all the time, just I, I, flowering yeah. them with compliments. The, I, I mean, Penn and Teller handle their own now. Um but yeah, it used to be like a magician's assistant or something. Yeah. Um, so he ends up making his way to a Chuck E. Cheese that's not Chuck E. Cheese? It is Chuck E. Cheese. Is it it literally says Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, oh! before that, he goes after the, the bully because mm-hmm. uh, he gets tied up at home. He ends up getting released from home. He goes after his son's bully. And this is why we find out that Eli Roth really took a shine to this movie. Is because this bully, at one point, I made the note here. I was like, we got a fag here. <laughs> and what I mean by that is not that someone is a fag. It means that they said the word fag in the movie. And that's how I knew that Eli Roth was associated with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a reshoot. That was his one note. That was a reshoot when he came, he became one of the producers. The movie, the, don't get me wrong, the movie's good. Um, I have I have a note. <laughs> What's your note there, Eli? What what do you think we can add? I'm glad that you signed on. You seem interested. We want to make do business. What's it going to take to get to get your name on this, Eli? Let me tell you. I know how kids talk. Okay. Every, okay. Mm-hmm. Kids today, you know, as How old as are of, you again, Eli? I'm 43 years old. Okay. Kids How many today, kids do you have? Uh, I don't have any. Oh, okay. Why would I have kids? Come on. Uh, kids today, they you know, they're, they joke around and everything. Um, what can you, you're spilling your paps, Eli. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Did you need to crush it on your head? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Eli. Oh, Eli. Fag. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Did you just. My note. I'm you're. Uh, Give me my check. Uh, I don't know where to keep going with this. <laughs> Eli Roth really likes his fags. 
so the, the the kids is like something like uh you're a loser just like your fag father <laughs> god yeah. where does this come from i don't maybe it's just because i'm watching it with him in mind that i noticed that but how many other movies really drop that word anymore not seriously not many movies yeah even though he was like the bully or whatever like even so they don't or the movie knows that that that's bad but this one it just went over i don't know uh marianne another thing was like he's gonna eat that kid right like yeah we're supposed to be we're supposed to be happy about that i was like yeah he's the bully we're obviously supposed to root for him to get eaten i actually wrote the words right here it says i want bully to die (laughs) so yeah all right i wanted him dead (laughs) it it, it's not even that he called his dad a fag or that he's a bully it's like his face like when you saw the pictures of him in his house and his family Mm -hmm. like that schmug little fucker i and like talking shit on his xbox this big screen tv i wanted to i wanted to punch that kid (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah who yeah i was just mad that he was drinking soda without putting the lid back on the cap (laughs) who does that Uh, kids today um they're all fags so (laughs) so so he, go to Chuck e. Cheese. he ends up at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, he eats some kids in the tunnels and tubes. Well, I don't know why that's funny. I don't know. Eat some kids in the tunnels and tubes? <laughs> I don't know why. That struck me as funny. It's <laughs> a sentence I say every day. Uh, and he ends up uh, making his way home where his wife decapitates him. Well, okay. Here, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh before that, like, he eats the kid, and then everyone panics. And then she, the the mom is there, and she's like, what happened? And this random woman goes, there's a clown in there eating kids. Like, get out. How, like, how do they know? All they did was find an, ar- an arm, and everyone scattered. Uh, um, the kids told them. Yeah, but you're going to believe a kid? No, absolutely not. Especially <laughs> if they say there's a clown <laughs> eating people. No, I'm not going to believe that kid. She's like, there's a clown eating people. <laughs> Grab your kids. Uh <laughs> there's a clown <laughs> hide your women hide your children there's a clown they eating everybody up in here uh, but okay so then there's panic and then she goes outside and she's she wants to she wants to get a kid for him to eat mm-hmm. uh and so she's there he's a four now he only needs one more and then he'll be back is he a four isn't that the point is he needs apartment one? and then uh bully and then tunnels and tubes he only eats the fingers off the kid, the Boy Scout. Yeah. Does that count? Don't know. Okay. That's why we needed more cloin mythology. Yeah. <laughs> when you say cloin, you get a certain set of... Um, so, this, the, there are police and ambulances all around, mm-hmm. and a girl comes up to the woman and is like, hey... You were my dental hygienist. Can you give me a ride? She's not going to go to the police. Mm-mm. She's not going to go to the ambulance. Mm-mm. She's going to go to that dentist, dental hygienist she saw like once who made fun of the doctor. Uh, for a long length of time between the ages of 8 and 14, 
I love, I was always nervous and excited about getting my teeth cleaned and getting a haircut because there was always a chance that I would get like a little elbow brush of a breast mm-hmm. during you that. The little boob shoulder. Yeah, yeah. A little elbow boob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, more often than not, it either didn't happen or it was, or it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Right. And now I'm like almost to the opposite. Like where if I'm like going to get a haircut and I just go to like the, the cheap Walmart place or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. have like a stylist or whatever. Um, but I'm always like, all right, there's an attractive one and three 50 year old women. I really hope I just get the 50 year old woman. That way the other one doesn't worry if I'm trying to check her out. And then if I tip her, is it, be- does she think it's because she's attractive? So I just find myself rooting to get the unattractive People who ones. are attractive that get tipped more because they're attractive probably don't care the reason you're tipping them more. I wouldn't tip them more. Mm-mm. They've already gotten tipped before that. Okay. No. I want... So she's... she. But my I point is... Tip, I want to tip... My point is she doesn't care that you're tipping her more or not because she's attractive. I know, but then I... So she's not I, going to worry... That you gave her $2 instead of $1. How much do you tip for haircuts? Um, Like, I don't know, 20%-ish. Uh, I don't. I just usually do like 3 or $4. Is that enough? Because you said 1 or 2. Because you're cheap. I wasn't going by what I would do. Oh. I was going by what I thought you would do. No, I think I usually do like $4. I think my haircut is usually $12, so I just make it an even 15 Yeah, so we're on the same page. My... Youngest son, we go to the same person all the time because he's. By the way, even fifteen, I know sounds stupid, <laughs> but it made sense in my head. Um, so we by always, even, I mean divi- easily divisible by five. I always, without we, a remainder. Uh, it's like an expensive haircut place, so his haircut's like twenty dollars or whatever, and we usually give her like a twenty dollar tip because she like lets him spray her with the water and stuff okay, like that, yeah. like. So there's a shitty kid tax. I get it. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what it is. But yeah. yeah. Um, Marianne um, usually cuts her own hair. But when she goes to a stylist or something, it's like 50 bucks. And then she's like, you should tip like 20. Like, OK, I'll buy you a $70 haircut. Yeah. Mine's mm-hmm. $12. Yep, exactly. $15 with tip. Um, end up making it home. And I feel like I understand why they did it. But I feel like the end is abrupt. And unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they could have done to fix it, but I feel like it's abrupt and unsatisfying. Like, okay, he was a really good dad. Like, that's the whole premise. The whole reason he's now a cloin mm-hmm. is because he was a really good dad. Mm-hmm. She is willing to feed him a child to get him back. Yes. And in the end, she decapitates him with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been more satisfying if it was like a bitter ending, like where she accidentally fed him their own kids. So those two were alive and his kid got eaten because he ate his own kid or maybe she's she's pregnant. So he like goes for the fetus at one point and then is like distracted because he hears a noise and then later has every opportunity to go for that fetus again. Never does. Yeah. It's just like for one shock value thing. Uh, so obviously we disagree about this, but I think the fact that I had so much fun with this throughout the, the rest of it, uh, watching the Superman ice cream splatter, all of those things make it super fun to me. And uh, 
I just feel bad for you that you can't have fun with this movie. I'd rather watch Cabin Fever. Whoa, that is saying something. You really didn't like this movie, huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is decisive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. At least with with uh, Cabin Fever, I could be like, I wonder what Topanga's doing now. <laughs> She's, I feel like her and Winnie Cooper just hang out together. Uh, Winnie Cooper, it, like... In the battle of Topanga versus Winnie Cooper, Winnie Cooper wins by a mile. Like, both in character, like, amount of crush that I had on them as a child, and, like, their real-life people with real personalities all are 100% Winnie Cooper. I know nothing about any of these people. I know she's, like, a math genius. That's yeah. literally all she I know. She has a published so paper. Noth- she has multiple books. I know nothing about On Topanga, teaching though, kids, so and especially girls, um, getting them interested in math. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so we talked about the foster care thing last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so At we, length. We talked uh, to my kids about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we sat down, and we're like, hey... Uh, we think we're going to be doing this thing. Do you guys know what foster care is? And they're like, of course, no. But all right, so we're going to talk to him about it. So we start explaining to him that uh, sometimes when mommies and daddies can't take care of their their kids, that some of the times those kids go and live with somebody else because their parents are in trouble or they're sick or they have to go away for a while. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And we're describing it to him and everything. And I see it's not landing with my five-year-old. Like, he's got this look on his face like he's not liking what we're selling at all. I'm like, what's wrong, bud? Do you, do you have a question or what? And he looks at me and he just says, where are we going to go? Who are we going to live with? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it was simultaneously, even every time I tell this story, it's simultaneously heartbreaking and hilarious at the exact same time. Because I just like... I'm trying to talk to him, but I'm trying to hug him and explain to him that that's not what we mean at all. <laughs> and this poor kid thought he was getting this, like, we're getting rid of you speech. <laughs> and it was, there's no, there's exactly the same amount of heartbreaking and hilarious. It was so, horrible. So was the recognition after the fact then the of, rec- of the premise of what was going on? The recognition. What do you mean? Did did he realize that he that they were? Yes. It was an addition, not a subtraction. Yes, we yeah we ended up talking about it at length more. Yeah. Do they um, seem on board? They seem like it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I, I think so. But I think it's it's hard to relay. Oh yeah. Semi permanently to a five year old, yeah. you know, like it's because I guarantee you, if and when it happens, he's gonna be like, uh, it's about bedtime. When is this bastard going home? Because <laughs> I'm ready for bed and I want my mommy and daddy to myself. Yeah. So I think the, my older son obviously gets it more that, uh, we made the call this week. Like I called a place to like start sending us information, get the ball rolling. And it felt really weird. Like I felt like I never really watched the show, but like I see other memes all the time of Dave Chappelle, like with the Coke all over his nose. And he's like, you know, like you got any more of that Coke? Yeah. I felt like I was like, you got any more of them children anywhere? <laughs> like, it was meth, by um, the way. Uh, meth. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's really what I felt like. like I, I felt like I was just placing it to go order for children. It <laughs> felt weird. 
I feel that way whenever I'm ordering Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> just like if I say the wrong thing, I'm just gonna get a child. Why do they not mix Chinese delivery with Chinese massage parlor? Like she could deliver your Chinese food and give you a handy. That I seems like genius. Are, I feel like those are mostly Vietnamese, right? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's uh. I've never I've never gotten a handy places. by a, I've never gotten a massage, let alone a handy from a massage a masseuse. I haven't either. I haven't either. I think, and I and I like morally, I don't have any opposition to that concept or anything, but yeah. it's one hundred percent the fear. Uh, like I'm married, but it's also 100 percent the situation where you're like, I, I, I'm sorry, I just came here for a massage. Yes. <laughs> well, not only no, or if you didn't go there for the, if you wanted the other thing, mm-hmm. I would be so scared, like it's going to be raided any second. That's there, just because you're paranoid and awkward. In the, the history, in the history of man, I guarantee you, there has been a dude that has gotten arrested for that before, who legit was just there for a massage. Oh yeah. That's horrific. Yeah. It, it was cut from the Alanis Morissette song. It, I, don't, that exact, I don't understand that at all. Ironic. Isn't it ironic? It's I like rain know. on your wedding day. A free ride when you've already paid. It's a good advice that you just did. There's a whole song of things that are uh, coincidental and not actually ironic. Hmm. I think I've heard that critiqued before. Yeah. You know what I haven't heard critiqued? What's that? Slither. Oh, weird. Synopsis. Uh... Um, asteroid, meteor, whatever, uh, lands on Earth and hatches some weird alien thing that then uh, infects a local bumpkin and uh, zombifies Who the is town. Michael fucking Rooker? Who's in apparently every James Gunn movie? Yeah. Yeah, they're friends. Um, overall thoughts on Slither? I'm good. <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't come have for the fags, stay for the in-depth thoughts on film. <laughs> it's one of those where it's like, that, that was watchable. I, I, I can't say that I didn't enjoy anything, but I, it wasn't like, you dude, you have to go see Slither. I just watched it. I know that it's like 11 years old or whatever, but you got to go see it. Does it sound like my son is just stomping yeah, someone, as hard as yeah. he can across the, <laughs> I don't, I just, there's a strong possibility that the mics picked up that. And that was, yeah. I feel like there's no possibility that mics picked those up. Hmm. We'll find out. Hmm. Um, I have fun with Slither. I feel like I, Clown and Slither are the exact same thing. Hopefully you can see the correlation between them. You've got dude turning into something else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. These are the kind of movies that I love more than anything where I can just sit back and have fun and I watch creatures and I watch monsters infecting people and killing people. And there's, there's nothing else to figure out other than sitting back and watching shit happen that I won't see in real life. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this 100% is, did it way better. Yeah. I, I prefer Slither too, but mm-hmm. th- that's the exact, if I had to choose a favorite genre, it's, it's or subgenre, it would be this, which is just comedy monster. I don't even know comedy necessarily. Like, I don't think clowns funny, nor do I think it's supposed to be. It's just creature feature. I think it's supposed to be. I don't think so. When he shoots himself and it's just like cotton candy. I don't think that's stuff. funny. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Really? I don't think so. 
Okay. If it wasn't supposed to be funny, it would just be red. No, because he's turning into a cloin. And Duh. it's an important part of cloin <laughs> mystique that the insides of them are all multicolored. Yes, like confetti. It makes sense. Think about it. You, you don't think he could have turned into a I, cloin with red blood? I No. What the... Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're sure embarrassing yourself now. What does oh. a cloin's insides look like? Okay. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't... I, I, I don't own the book movie prop that I'm sure you bought and have studied. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Slither. So we got Michael Rooker, who... I love him, and I love him in this movie, mm-hmm. but I don't think this was supposed to be Michael Rooker. Like, this doesn't feel like a micro... Like, he is so type, uh, cast against type, and it doesn't feel like it fits, but in some way it works because it doesn't work. You need, to, you need to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. The second one. I've seen it. I saw it in the theater. You saw the second one? Yes. Oh, okay. He's cast against type there, I think. Is he? I don't think so. I think in the first one, not so much, but in the second one, I don't know. It's the same character. He can't be cast against type in one and not the other if it's the same character. It's not the same character. Yes, it is. It's literally... Yes, I get that it's it's Yondu in both. Yes. And he goes through a, a character change. He goes through an arc. Yeah. It's the same character. Yes, uh, he can change. Yes, but it's not a micro... It's not in... in the Michael the Michael Rooker wheelhouse that you expect is is The Walking Dead, like racist asshole, backwoods kind of uh, hard ass. That's what you expect when you look at Michael Rooker, and that's what Guardians of the Galaxy is. That's who he is in Guardians of the in Galaxy. In the first one, yes, and then he goes through a character arc. It's the same character. Uh, anyway. I, so we are both getting angry at each other. This time, so like I can see, <laughs> this is going to be a fun listen. <laughs> We're each going to listen to it and be like, "Do you? Will you believe this guy?" Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed that. It, that it was totally the opposite of what Michael Rooker usually is, and yes. I think that I think that that's that was intentional. I don't know that I ever bought that Elizabeth Banks would enjoy this Michael Rooker. I don't think she does. I think they talk about that, and she doesn't. I think she does. I think she. I think she she's in love with him. She's I think just she's tired com- of uh, the monotony. I think she's committed and then when to she, him. And then when it feels like she lost it, she tries to get it back. Yeah, I think she's committed to him. Yeah, and that's what makes her love him is mm-hmm. that the fact that she has committed to him mm-hmm. uh, at a very young age, for possibly the wrong reasons. Um, do you realize a movie called Slither about aliens and monsters? We're talking about the love <laughs> story and their relationship. <laughs> Don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, it really falls apart in the third act. So, <laughs> so, uh, Michael Rooker in, ends up, uh, he wants to have sex with Elizabeth Banks mm-hmm. and she's like, not tonight. So he gets pissed off and he goes to the bar. Yeah. And this is important to me. So he kind of picks up the girl there that they, they used to know. Yeah. They go out in the woods. They make out a little bit or whatever. But when it comes time to her, like, let's fuck, he's like, 
I don't think I'm going to do this. I can't do this. I care about my wife. I love my wife. Yeah. So you 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 do realize like there's obviously tension there because they've been together for a while, but ultimately he makes the right decision, right? Yeah. Probably not a good idea to make out he, with the girl, he, but he didn't sleep with her. I don't know that he did. I don't think he made out with her, did he? Mm. They go to like the tree and then it's like. He, might, he might not have. They're about to kiss or something. Maybe. He, okay. I don't know like. at what point. So it I think goes. he just wanted the. He went, wanted to feel like he was attractive. Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, still. Sure. But at the end, did the right thing. Yes. Um, yeah. I want to talk about this Coke machine. Do it. It's like a 50. It looked like a modern but 50 style where you, like, you put in the quarter and you open up the door and there's all the, the soda in there. Mm-hmm. And then you pull out one and close the door. But it's like on the honor system. So you put in your money and then a door opens and you could just take them all. Yeah. Like a newspaper. It, like, yeah. I, those don't still exist, right? I can't believe that they do. No. no <laughs> but it I was think just the, there. I think the whole idea. And I was like, what? No. What year is it supposed to be? Wait, he had like a very well, 2000s the truck. Whole, the whole idea so, of this is, is that it's like this quaint town yeah. is the whole idea they're trying to sell with that. Um, so Michael Rooker ends up seeing this giant maggot with a vagina on its back it's like the mother of the pods from existence okay sure and it opens up and then it it shoots a sea cucumber penis at him and it hits him in the chest and it goes at his chest Mm -hmm. then we get the worst shot in the movie of it going in yeah no where it's like see-through where like he goes to oh yeah that was unnecessary the x-ray thing and it goes into his brain and then you have grant grant Best character name ever, by the way. Yeah, I love that his yeah, name is Grant. Because they, they go to they go to uh, <laughs> a a tree where apparently when they were younger she like carved her initials and his initials together, and he's like eh, B M. You're like bow movement. She's just, like at least I don't have the same first and last name. Yeah, and I had to look up on IMDb and I'm like his name is Grant Grant. That is awesome. <laughs> it it is. Without a joke, j- doubt, one of my favorite character names. Like, it's really good. Grant Grant. Um, <laughs> so uh, he ends up going home, and he is obviously uh, uh, been taken over by the pot people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of uh, trying to figure things out. In, defen- in defense of your worst shot in the movie, it's very integral to the plot that... It is like changing his brain specifically. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get it why you would want that. But to me, just instead of have it go into his chest, have it go into his ear. Sure. And then we're like, oh, the ear's where the brain is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could buy that. Yeah. Um, so he kind of uh, is starting to figure everything out. He comes in uh, and finds Elizabeth Banks uh, getting ready to have some sexy time. Mm-hmm. And he does so very awkwardly both because he's Michael Rooker and an alien. <laughs> and he's wearing the same glasses that both you and those I are had. synonyms. Michael Rooker and aliens are synonyms. Uh, you and I are, uh, had the, I think we both had those same glasses in elementary school, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The gl- gold framed with the f- with the bar across the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get glasses to high school, but yeah. So I and had, I never had, I had those. The, but I, I will agree exact, with your premise. I had this exact, those were really fucking dirty glasses. I had those exact glasses mm. for years. Um, I feel like my grandma had those glasses. Yeah. I think everybody had those glasses though. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. Um so uh he goes to the 
he, to the grocery he store. He, uh, he now he likes meat. Like he'll just eat meat. meat, meat, and then he like starts buying a whole bunch of meat. Yes, a truckload of meat. Yes, which we assume he locks in the basement. Yes, uh, my favorite moment of this movie is when he's like filing meat, <laughs> like. He's like in the basement and there's like files like so it's manila file folders mm-hmm. and he's just like putting meat in these <laughs> files. Like, that's, files under Amazon <laughs> meat. That's my favorite thing. Almost. There's one more that might be better. Yeah. Um. So where do we go from here? Uh, we go to uh, the house of the woman that he was with that night. Yes. Uh, and he's like, hey, maybe we, we want to do that sexy time thing. Yep. Because you see I'll him. Change he, my mind. We've skipped over the fact that he kind of has that moment with Elizabeth Banks where he's like, I'm kind of want to eat you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat you. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to this trailer with this chick. Right. Uh, and she has a baby. Yes. Which she keeps in a bassinet. Mm-hmm. What's a tomato? What's th- that's my favorite shot of the movie. What? Why I love does the baby so have a tomato? Is the baby supposed to have a tomato? Or is like the baby actor like the only thing that he would keep him quiet on set that day is a tomato? I love it so like much. Like a key grip gave him a tomato and he was like, cool, and like, we got to get this shot now. I love that so much. The only problem with it, how much I love it is that James Gunn loved it too because we see that baby with the tomato like four times. Do we? We at least, yeah, we definitely see it. Two more. I, had to, I, I played out the rest of the scene because Marianne had gone to Not the Not during room. that scene when like uh when the slugs go in the girl's mouth and oh, stuff yeah. and like it starts remembering things like you see it there and stuff mm-hmm. and uh i was like he liked that tomato just as much as i <laughs> i love the idea of there's a baby holding the tomato there's nothing funnier than a baby holding a tomato nothing uh so simultaneously to that is the deer cheer where we we've been introduced to the character but we really start to get the backstory of nathan fillion mm-hmm. who's the police chief yep uh, and the mayor, and this is the most diverse hick bar I've ever seen in my life. Yes, there's an old Asian woman mm-hmm. cheering the fact that deer season is underway, counting yeah. down to the second. There's a young black man there cheering the fact that deer season is coming. My favorite is uh, at the front, there's like an old black guy. Who's just like dancing when they're talking about the the deer, and I'm just like, he's not even a hunter. He's just excited that all the white folks with guns won't be near him for the next month and a half. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too. Um, we did get to meet the mayor. I kind of love the mayor throughout this movie. Yeah. So, like for example, when we meet the mayor, we meet the mayor, and he he's a real shitbag. He he's pulls up behind a guy. He's like, move the fuck out of the way, you fucking asshole! Blah. Yeah. And we just think, oh, who's this? Who's this douchebag? And then there's a woman with a kid. And he's like, hi, mayor. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hi. Because <laughs> uh, I already fucked that up. Gotta move the fucking way. Um. So Grant Grant ends up using his chest tentacles with spears on them mm-hmm. to impregnate the trailer lady. Or feed off of her or something. We don't know no, exactly what he's doing. he definitely doing. impregnates her. Yeah. We find that out oh, later. Oh, you don't know. But we don't. Yeah. Is he feeding off of her yeah. or what? Because for really a while, know. it looks like he's fucking her. Like in the same way that Chris yeah. Farley looked like he was fucking the girl in Coneheads with the thing on his head. 
like where you don't really know what's happening, but you know it's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah, they it, definitely cut to a shot of where you can see like top boob, uh, him like over her and like top boob, and then she's like like the boobs are jiggling yep. at the motion. But then, like you cut, and he's just sitting beside yes, her. That's my favorite with thing. The he's things just up out of his chest into her chest, and he's just like bored. Like he wishes that he would have turned the TV on while this was yeah. happening. Uh, do you? <laughs> this is going to be a good question. I'm excited about this question. Do I? Have you? Has it ever been so long that? You come longer than you orgasm, and like you get bored while you're still coming. No, because I've definitely had that moment. Because guys, we get the orgasm rush of hormones, and it's like of like brain chemicals, and it's like the most awesome moment, and then it's like over. Whereas women get that kind of throughout the lucky bastards. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely had that where it's like been really intense for, you know, five seconds, but I'm still coming. God, I didn't want to hear this question. <laughs> I've already know. Have we established what your nickname is? Can we say this? It's not my nickname. It's oh. the nickname of my penis. Oh, which is super soaker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have an excess of fluids. Yeah, it sounds I, like I, it. I make extra saliva. <laughs> I make extra earwax. Every, everything that your body like produces, secretes anything, my body makes like double of it. I don't know why. It's 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 my gift. I'm hashtag blessed. <laughs> every one, every twenty episodes, there's a clip that I make my wife listen to. <laughs> The last one that I made her listen to was when you had the cats had babies on your feet and you slept in the juice. <laughs> this is the next one. <laughs> so the next time you see her, you can look her in the eye and just say and hashtag no. blessed. <laughs> okay, so Michael Rooker uh, does something with his chesticles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, we move on from there and uh he goes home to elizabeth banks and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you and he says i got stung by a bee yeah because his like face is all fucked up he's got like a giant bulbous he's, he's looking elephant man out of the, the side of his head yes uh and quickly she realizes this isn't going well yeah uh to the point that he tries to choke her and his arm like no pun intended slithers around her and mm-hmm. becomes boneless and the cops show up and go to chase him out. And this is one of my favorite shots in the movie where his arm is just like flopping. And knocks over <laughs> and a lamp. And he knocks over a lamp as yeah. he runs away. And I just love because th- that happens. And then they cut back to like Nathan Fillion and the gang. And they've still got their guns out. And they're all just like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> And then the whole rest of the movie, they call him Squid. Yes, they call him And they like squid. they cut to they like have a map of where he's been, and they put squids. <laughs> and like, there's a stuffed squid. It's great. Everything, yes. everything about it is great. Yep. Um. So they just so dogs start dying, mm-hmm. cattle starts dying, and they start figuring out his trajectory. We're like halfway into this movie, and I write down the note. So far, the poster has nothing to do with this movie. No, it doesn't. Because, yeah, the first third to half of the movie is, like, completely different 
than the back half. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so they go to stick it out, and then they s- finally see him. They see Grant Grant. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking awesome, right? Yeah. He... He's described by one of the guys that are on the stakeout as that he looks like something that fell off the guy's dick during the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was a funny line. Uh, he. Okay. Have you ever seen those like giant anthills in Africa? Yeah. So, okay, you take one of those and you just pour nacho cheese over it mm-hmm. and then leave it in the sun to like kind of bubble and dry. Mm hmm. That's what he looked like, well, but with tentacles. And with, like, tentacles, one coming straight out of his head, <laughs> yeah. too. Like, I love how haphazard his design looks. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I love about this design. Yeah, it wasn't symmetrical. Is that it's so haphazard. Like, his face. Half, it, half of his mouth grew, yes. like, more, and, but not the other half. And it looks like Michael Rooker still. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's amazing, is yeah. that it's still Michael Rooker. Definitely. But totally absurd. Like, this looks... This looks... If this were to happen, this looks real because it's like this cancerous thing is going fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be symmetrical. It wouldn't be a werewolf design, right? right? It wouldn't look like that. It would just be fucking cancer cells growing everywhere with random shit happening. Mm-hmm. And I love the way he looks. Uh, I don't love the CGI shot with him slithering away really fast. Um, I, I didn't mind it. But I get it because it is 2005 too, but I get it. Yeah. Um. So that he ends up, they get led, they find uh, the trailer lady in a in a barn. Yes. And she has turned into the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka. Only in order of magnitude larger. Yes. Um, I love, she's like, I'm starving. Give me a bite of that possum. <laughs> yeah. So she's, she's like, I, I don't want you to see me like this. And they're like, we should take her to the hospital. Like, How's she going to get in a hospital? <laughs> I love Nathan Fillion. He says something like... Uh, Fillion? Fillion. Fillion. Uh, he's looking at her and like the, the woman has a circumference of 18 feet. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. A diameter of 18 feet. No, uh, okay. No. Yeah, they're t- she's... So you're saying from floor to ceiling is 18 feet? No, probably 12 feet, right? Because she's like eye level with them. Yeah. Where her head is. So let's say 12 feet. 10 to 12 feet, somewhere in there. So she has a diameter of 12 feet. Uh, and he's like, gives her up and down. He's like, so what do you, what do you got going on here? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like he's still treating her like a human being. Yeah, because she's, she's just like, oh, uh, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing so good. Yeah. This kind of sucks. <laughs> Uh, she keeps like wiggling forward. Yes. It's like, what is she doing? And I'm just like, she's dragging her tits. <laughs> Are they going to like get up and walk? And drag her? Uh, and she ends up bursting apart and exploding in a giant wave of tongues. Yeah. Of like big freaky slug monster things yes that look like beef tongues uh and they all they try to make your way into your mouth and then they basically turn you into another pod person mm-hmm. um with a hive mind so if with uh, and that's very important because all of these people are grant grant slash mm-hmm. the alien whatever it is to begin with right um so you end up turning it into this giant almost zombie movie towards the end yeah uh you've got scenes where 
the little slugs are making their way and assaulting a farmhouse. With little girls reading Goosebumps books. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love um, that shout out. Uh, and uh, we end up making our way back to Grant Grant's house for the final showdown. Uh, we've forgotten that when they first venture off to to get Grant Grant, uh, there's mention of a grenade, one grenade that they took that they confiscated, and then we stay on that shot of the grenade for like forty minutes. Yeah, you're like, this. this we is, get it. This, this is gonna be. This, this is gonna be a thing. Yes, we get it. Yeah. We know you're gonna blow Grant Grant up with this. You're you're hanging a lamppost on it. Yeah, you're telescoping. Check out grenade. We uh, get it. Well, yeah, it makes it very obvious. Yeah. Uh, so we have the big showdown at Grand Grant, mm-hmm. where I love the the guy who just like who showed up in a robe and then immediately strips naked and like jumps on and like absorb me. Yes, that's what I was getting ready to bring up. So these dude, the, not these all these people are kind of just becoming one with Grant Grant, mm-hmm. um, and it's like it turns into society, right? So it's exactly yeah. society where they're all absorbing each other and turning into one thing, um, but. Uh, luckily, Nathan Fillion has that grenade, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to do it. <laughs> and this is—I love this. I love this use of this grenade, <laughs> where he go. So he t- he pulls the pin, he goes to throw it, gets knocked out of his hand. Of course, it can't go that smooth, right? Because uh, you know there has to be a heroic action, a moment of tension. Mm-hmm. So he runs over, he grabs it, and he gets slapped out the window. And it uh, rolls into the pool, or it rolls away, and you're like, he, you think he's going to get it and toss it in yep. just in time or mm-hmm. whatever. It rolls into the pool and like makes a a, a, a medium-sized splash. Oh, what a real grenade would do. Exactly. We, we, we talked about this exact same thing in uh, um, Brawl and Subblock 99. Yeah. That's what a real grenade would do in the water. Right. Is like, that would be sizable. It would hurt you if you were right on it, but mm-hmm. it's not a movie grenade. Yeah. It didn't make all the water drain out of the yep. pool. And you just have a shot of him just like, what the fuck am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, Elizabeth Banks ends up trying to confront Grant. Not, yeah. She like okay, semi-seduces so, him. So uh, uh, so it's a hive mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the mayor and uh, Elizabeth Banks both get kidnapped. By the zombies, and it's a hive mind. So they take Elizabeth Banks, and there, there's like this. Uh, have you ever seen the third Matrix movie? Uh, if I once maybe that not that I, it will not it, be any reference. Yeah, that it's very like Christ-like passing along. Gets laid into the bed, apparently stripped naked and and put on a nighty. But they, you know, they gave her underwear, so mm-hmm. you know they're classy. Uh, and. The mayor gets tentacled and, you know, inseminated and starts the hunger. And I love that when Nathan Fillion comes in, the mayor's just like, kill me. It doesn't even, there's yes. not even, you think it's going to be like this touching moment. Nope. It's like, kill me. <laughs> right <laughs> there. Yeah. Because um, we spend we spend like a lot of the movie with that character. Yeah, exactly. So you think yep. it's you know of course yeah that's what a movie be this does. This touching moment, you yes. know, like there's always that zombie movie. The guy gets bit, and you, you yeah. have we, you have to do the right we thing. Just to watch one last week where that exactly. exact same thing happened, and you yep. had that big debate and internal conflict. He barely gets out, to kill me, and just <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't give a shit. Nope. Like just keeps moving just forward. Literally, just like stops. <laughs> boom, goes on. 
wasn't he's, even a thing. Yeah, no, he's not even. Wor- he doesn't even laugh at the guy or say like, "I've always no. been wanting to do that." No, it's just yeah. a non. Because the mayor's a dick. Yeah, the mayor's a dick to him. Mm-hmm. None of that comes into any play. Nope. Nope. Just <laughs> casual. <laughs> I love the deer. Yeah. Uh, she say there's there's the hive mind zombie deer, uh, that's eating Nathan Fillion, and uh, the 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 boob girl comes in and saves him with the the fire extinguisher which she like feels like she, she says hey and gets the deer's attention before she hits it with the fire extinguisher which i thought was hilarious uh but he's like you know when i tell the story it's gonna be me saving you from that deer she's like okay uh so nathan Fillion gets he's about to get inseminated they get one he gets one of the tentacles in but not the other one there conveniently is a propane tank. He puts the other tentacle in the propane tank, uh, fills him up, and Elizabeth Banks takes the shot. Mm-hmm. So they build up this big, long romance thing, right? Where uh, she feels bad that, like, she realizes that Grant's kind of gone, that it's not, it's not Grant anymore. But that she genuinely loved him. Yeah. Uh, and then she blows him up, and it's immediately, oh, well, it looks like it's going to be Elizabeth Banks and Nathan Fillion Yeah, now. of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, he's got this giant hole in his chest, and, uh, like, he pulls it out, and it's, like, all spewy and pussy and everything. And they just, like, go out of the sunset, and then he's like, hey, tell, it, tell her how I saved you from that deer. <laughs> uh I like Slither a lot. I think it's fun. I think it's a creature feature that uh, is exactly everything that I want. Yeah. Talking about it now, I think I enjoyed it more than I thought I did. You, I was going to say, you sound like you're reveling in it pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think we need to ask you. You've already established what your favorite is. Yeah, you, you too. Yeah. Good. Um, next week? Next week. Next week. No games. Nothing. I but I will give you... I what? I didn't have to eat any candy today, but I also didn't get to eat any candy today. Mm. That sounds... I don't know how to feel about that. I'm so sorry. Um, so I have... You have to make a choice here. Okay. Okay. I choose the good movie. Okay. You can choose. You have to choose between Pendulet and John Goodman. That's not difficult, John Goodman. Okay. A national treasure or like... A dude that I like because he does magic and juggling. All right. Cool. First movie. You might have seen this. Yes, this movie freaked me the fuck out uh, originally. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it was one of those movies that got played back when, like, ABC and CBS, like, the main channels would sometimes, like, they were still had looking for enough content that they would run movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was one of those movies that they ran a lot in the summer. Um, and so I would watch it a lot, and it scared me less. It's still a fucking creepy movie. Uh, Arachnophobia. Amblin... Er- oh, Spielberg did this? Looks like it. It's Amblin Entertainment. Hmm. Uh, yeah, this will be a nostalgia trip, because I haven't seen this, like, since back in the day. So I'm excited Good. to re- rewatch it. Good. Second movie. Oh. Uh... This is one that, like, you ha- you have a poster here down in your I basement. Do. I do. So apparently you like this movie. Uh, uh, on the front here we have Greg Grunberg, 
who was one of my favorite characters from, uh, or one of my favorite actors, characters in uh, Heroes. Uh, this is Big Ass Spider. Ah, I dropped it. <laughs> uh, so in the front, we have a Big Ass Spider. That's Greg Grunberg and some other douchebag. Uh, I don't know. Some other guy uh, standing there. Behind them is a building. It's on fire. And there's a Big Ass Spider attacking the building and helicopters and ambulances and stuff all around uh so i don't know if it'll be that big ass but on the bottom on the back of the box it looks like it'll actually be that big ass so i'm gonna guess this is about a big ass spider yeah i was thinking about this when i grabbed these i was like he's probably seen arachnophobia and i feel like big ass spider is gonna that's everything that you need to know about that movie Mm -hmm. so it's like clown it's right there yeah no clown was definitely deeper than what you let on okay mm-hmm. justin what else you got for us it's a male bow you see and it's blue because it lived in the mountains in the in the winter time and you have to eat seven children because winter lasts seven months 